What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another review point for fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and as you can tell by the title, what I'm going to be reviewing today is going to be season two of Marvel's latest Netflix series, Jessica Jones. I actually did not binge watch the whole thing from start to finish. I actually stopped midway through, and then I stopped at the three-quarter mark, and it really, it took me a full uh, a full day, really, to get this started, because uh, it started at 3 a.m. on the uh, East Coast, and it is now 5 a.m. on the East Coast the next day, and um, I'm going to explain why, and I'm going to obviously break, to give you my breakdown of the hits and the misses of the whole thing, and I've been trying to do this little thing lately, I don't know if you've been uh, paying attention to it or not, but trying not to actually prepare ahead of time all of the uh, hits and the misses. I kind of want to do one on the fly because I kind of like that idea of just letting the stream of consciousness kind of go. So that's what we're going to do here. We're going to talk about the things I liked, the things I didn't like, anything else in between, and my overall thoughts and, you know, whatever else comes to mind. So before we get started, I just want to mention that I invite you guys to drop your comments in the comment section below. Obviously, that's what it's there for to, you know, tell me what you agree with, what you disagree with, and anything else that you've got in your mind, too. But I want to get this started by saying Jessica Jones Season 1 was something that I liked a lot and also didn't like a lot. My problem with Season 1 was I liked half of the story a lot, uh, everything with Kilgrave and stuff, but I also felt like half of the story just didn't necessarily matter. This has been a problem, I think, with all of the Netflix series, where they they get to a point where... I start feeling like all they're doing is adding filler. And this happened again this time. Uh, this was maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe six episodes, maybe seven episodes of a really good show with a lot of extra bullshit. And thankfully this time, there weren't necessarily full-blown characters as much that just derailed the plot, but there were still some that, you know, when you boil it down, the certain character traits existed to set up certain things that didn't really pay off all that much. And that's really a problem that I have when it comes to this kind of stuff, because I end up feeling like I wasted a couple of hours. For instance, I'm just going to say right here, like the character of Oscar, uh, he is a decent enough character, but did we really need all the extra side stories of him dealing with his uh, his ex and having to track her down and doing stuff like that. I got a feeling that if you take all of his screen time and you apply it to just like, you know, you run a, a little stopwatch, it's probably something like a full two episodes or something dedicated to just his stuff. And I don't feel like we, we really got all that much that we really needed. For instance, we set up the idea that he can do different things with like uh, forging documents. Okay. Well, that's all to set up the idea of forging documents for them to use for uh Carl Malice or with um Jessica Jones's mom. And at the same time, it doesn't go anywhere. So, did we really need to set it up like that? And did we need to have it be as long of a setup? Couldn't it have just been something where and I don't know, like 
I, I don't know. They see, this is the type of thing where if it comes to trying to think of something on the spot, they have the time to think of these things, but they purposely think of these things because they want it to be 13 episodes and they, they make filler storylines to fill things up. For instance, the Jerry Hogarth stuff really does that end up mattering all that much in the end. She, from the start to the end, it's that she has a problem where they're trying to kick her out because she has a health issue and because they don't like her, uh, her instances in the past with, uh, her whole marriage and sleeping with her assistant and all that other kind of stuff. So we go on the sidetrack and they do this whole buildup of her getting cured from her ALS and everything. And it ends with her just branching out on her own. Really? If you think about it, she could have just said at the very first episode, fuck you, I'm going off on my own. And we wouldn't have had to deal with anything else like that. That's kind of the issue I have with this. So take everything that I say in the future with a grain of salt of the idea that I would like this so much better if it were only maybe eight episodes or maybe 10 episodes and we would kind of trim the fat a little bit. However, I'll talk about some positives here. For instance, uh, well, if you had paid attention to my live running uh, commentary thoughts that were on the actual thing, I, I what I do every time around is I usually have episode by episode, I'll just type out whatever's going in my mind. So if you really want to check that out, go ahead and check that out. Some of it's kind of funny and stuff. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of read some of these things offhand to kind of remind myself of what happened. Uh, one thing that I liked a lot was that they, they didn't just push aside the idea that it's Jessica, the idea that Jessica Jones should be a little bit more well-known. They acknowledged it throughout the whole thing. People have been like, oh, you're that girl, that kind of a thing. I liked that a lot. That was really good. I really loved The Wizard. That was awesome. Uh, the fact that they brought The Wizard into the mix and they made him just like a lunatic type of uh, paranoia type of guy, real big fan of that. Uh, that was one of my favorite things at this whole uh, season. They did their little references with Emil and everything else like that. Kind of confused about why they changed his name, why he was Robert Coleman instead of Robert Frank. He really could have just been Robert Frank. I really don't understand why they do that. Big negative. The with great power comes great schizophrenia or great paranoia or whatever he said like that. Plus the idea that they brought it back later on with great power comes great responsibility. I don't like that at all. I know that some people are going to be like, I like that because it's kind of a joke, you know, Spider-Man or whatever. I get that it's a joke. But the fact that it is a joke means that they are acknowledging the Spider-Man series as something that she thinks is like fiction. Like she kind of knows this is the Spider-Man quote because they did it earlier before they did the with great power comes great responsibility thing. They did it with a scrody sense. So that's three jokes making fun of the Spider-Man series as if she was reading a Spider-Man comic book. Didn't like that at all. Big negative for that. Uh, instance, uh, she says, well, not she, but the whole, you can say I G H E and they're not Voldemort. That is a reference to something outside of them. And that would make perfect sense because in the Marvel cinematic universe, Harry Potter is not real. Harry Potter is fiction. So they shouldn't have done that with the Spider-Man thing. I think that, that was a cheap joke. That wasn't even all that funny. I did like the idea of the little kid with the Captain America figure though. That makes sense that they would make a Captain America figure based off of his whole, history and everything like that. Um, I liked the character of Griffin Sinclair. What I didn't like was that there was this big side plot of 
Griffin Sinclair that eventually went nowhere. Uh, that made me feel like the first half of the season was just eating up time for nothing. I liked the idea that Trish was trying to get into a different job. That was another good thing. Trish in general, I liked pretty much start to finish. And the thing I didn't like about Trish though, was when we got to the point where it sort of seemed like she was just doing the addict story to kind of eat up more time. I mean, that's going to be my biggest problem here is I think that they have too much time that they're eating up and I don't really keep track of a lot of some of those things necessarily that were like, well, this thing could have been trimmed and that thing could have been trimmed because I start to check out a little bit. And that's what gets me to the point where I go, you know what? I think I'm going to take a break for a couple of hours. I'm going to just sleep and stuff. Um, let's see what we got here. I, I overall, I liked Hogarth. I don't really think the ALS thing is the best idea that they could have gone with, but I like that she is a strong character that kind of, she figures out what she wants and she gets it and shit. I like that. Um, I didn't really like Chang too much, but I will give them the credit. I really liked how they had set up the idea that Chang was somebody who was in the military and that he had a little bit of a, an ego complex sort of where when they got to the point where he had tried to snipe out, uh, what's her name? Alyssa, that, that I was like, Oh, I forgot about Chang. And they've set up well enough that he actually could be somebody that does that kind of stuff. His military training would assess the whole gun situation and all that. So I like that, you know, there were bits and pieces here and there throughout the whole thing, like that little tiny things that I liked a lot. And then there's little tiny things that I hated, you know, just that is what it is. And 13 episodes is a lot to break down with the hits and the misses. So that's why I recommend checking the, uh, the actual stream of consciousness, uh, post on there where I actually do break down every little thing that I was thinking, like Trish is a damn good friend. Stop being a bitch to her, Jessica, that kind of a thing. This is a very frustrating show because it essentially builds upon the idea that every character is always lying to each other and everybody's always bitchy and everybody just hates each other and all that. So one of the things I really, really liked about this was Malcolm. And I didn't really like Malcolm the first time around. I thought that he was just an unnecessary subplot. But this time around, Malcolm was the fucking man. He knew what he was going for. He got shit done. He acknowledged his failures. He took himself out of situations that he thought was going to be bad. Malcolm is the fucking man. I absolutely hated Trish mom, Trish's mom, but we're supposed to, so that's a that's a big hit. We're supposed to hate her character. Did a, did a damn good job with uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Um, let's see what else we got here. We've got uh, fuck Max, man. Max is an asshole. He really should have died. I liked that they got Will with a little bit of a redemption, sort of. I really liked uh, Carl. He was one of my favorite characters, and for the most part, I really really liked Alyssa. She was another really good addition to the season, but the downside to having the Alyssa character was we never really had a full-on villain this time around, and that was missing. Uh, she at no point felt like the same type of villain that we've had before, and you can argue that maybe that's a good thing because we didn't need to have, like, this is the bad guy, we will go stop the bad guy, but at the same time, you lose a little bit there because we don't have a full-on bad guy, so you can't really root for anybody to, like, get down and take her out. Now, she was bad in a lot of different ways. You know, she called the cop, which is, like, dick move, you know? But at the same time, I, you know, 
the positives come with the negatives. The negative of not having somebody to root against, the positive of being able to feel the sympathy for the character. So Alyssa was really, really good. And Carl, for the, his part, very, very good as well. Um, Jessica is not my favorite of the Defenders at all. She pisses me off a little bit too much. So when when everything is just, I'm damaged, uh, I'm just going to go drink myself. After a while, I get a little frustrated with that. So that kind of is a little bit bothersome. Usually I would say that I hate Vito or, uh, you know, like any kind of kid like that. But eh, he was fine. Um Loved the appearance by Foggy. That was really kind of cool. I like that uh, Costa was not killed at the end. Usually they have a tendency of just killing these side characters, so I'm glad that they didn't kill him off. I would have liked to have seen more of the anger management, so I'm hoping that if they do do another season, which I kind of hope that they don't really do another season, I would like to see a little bit more of the anger management. I'm glad that Trish has her powers. That's another positive so if we do get another season, we need to obviously see that. I don't like the idea the idea that Trish uh, killed Alyssa. I think that, that should have been somebody else. But eh, you know, we'll see how they can drag that out into fucking 13 episodes the next time. Because I'm sure it'll be at least six episodes before they start talking to each other and shit. Uh, product placement, downside for that. I don't know what what point it was. Trying to look that up right now while I'm doing this. Probably could have edited it out, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> where they got to a point where it was like episode five or episode six or whatever, where I was thinking to myself, I really need Kilgrave. Okay, so it's episode six. That was where I was just saying, can we have Kilgrave back? Because I'm getting a little bit bored and I really wanted somebody with that dynamism to him. We eventually got him and this episode that he was in. He was a pure delight. David Tennant doing a great job there as well, as expected, because he was the best part of the first season. And I really missed Luke Cage. I really would, could have used a good Luke Cage thing here. But we got Turk. So Turk was another positive. I was a fan of the whole squid stuff. That was kind of interesting. They, they were looking into that. And squids are just, you know, octopus. Uh, octopuses? Octopi? They are just freaky as hell. But that happened to be at the same episode where they were doing the whole thing with like the piano and i just was like oh can we just skip this like i kind of don't i wanted to put this show on like 1.5 speed or something and i didn't of course but i maybe want to skip through some of that kind of stuff uh, i like the running gag of firing malcolm and i really liked the part at the end where he said you know in case you change your mind i quit but i could sort of feel like by that last episode the big resolution for his story was just still being pushed around. I don't really like that. And the big resolution for Jerry, I mentioned that before, I, that whole thing, that last shot with them, that felt underwhelming. The very, the, for the most part, the last episode just felt very, very underwhelming. So I've I was really disappointed with that. Uh, I, I liked the Sterling backstory a little bit. Um, he, I'm glad that that was one episode at first, I was like, oh, I didn't expect that to be a one-episode kind of thing. But, you know, in retrospect, they didn't need to drag that out. So I'm glad that that was one episode. And um, the Trish and Jessica stuff in general, I, I that's my favorite part of the show, is their friendship and their sisterhood. So when they did the stuff where I could see them being positive for each other or just not necessarily being negative for each other for the sake of dragging something out, I really, really like that a lot. Uh, 
kind of made me want to eat some food throughout the whole thing. My stomach is growling right now. I loved the reference to the raft. I really am so glad that they bring in those MCU references like that. Um, I'm kind of running out of uh, ideas that are popping in my mind because the last bunch of episodes, I really didn't have all that much that I wanted to talk about. Chang was just Chang. Like, I, Chang was fine in a lot of different ways, but he sort of just disappeared and... Then that made me feel like, all right, he was a he was a tool to get people talking in the first a couple of episodes, and then they dropped him because they didn't know what else to do with him. And that's the type of storytelling that I don't like. Because that proves that they're building up, they're going, Well, this is what we want. We want the story of Jessica's mom. So we need the character that uh had experimented on them. Okay, let's build him into there, let's do that kind of stuff. But we also want Trish versus Jessica, and we want Malcolm versus Jessica, and we want blah, 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 blah. And then they they sort of backtrack to the beginning and then went, well, we need somebody to be an antagonist in the middle of this or whatever. I don't know. We'll just make this Chang character. So that's the type of stuff that bothers me. And I can go on and on and on about that, but really the point being, like, you, you throw a positive, like, Turk out there, and I'm going to be like, all right, this is awesome. And then you throw a character that doesn't really seem to matter all that much, like the um, the security guard, that was a completely unnecessary subplot. Jessica killed again. Okay, well, she killed before. Who cares? She could have still just been hung up about the idea that she had killed before. They add a whole episode and a half or so dedicated to this character that they write off, Im- uh, not immediately, but they write off, and then the people get over it, and it's sort of just pointless. That stuff bugs me. So by the end of this whole 13 episode arc, I felt like I was given maybe four episodes worth of the mom material, maybe two episodes worth of Malcolm's addiction and Trisha's addiction and like the, uh, mom issues with Trish and uh, the the Max stuff, which didn't really go anywhere. Maybe, all right, let, let's put it this way. Maybe four episodes of Alyssa, two episodes of Trish, one episode of Malcolm, and then we're at four, what, five, six, seven, seven episodes worth of that. Maybe two more episodes worth of the extra Jessica stuff that doesn't have to do with them specifically and just dealing with tracking down IGH and Carl and all them, which would be actually kind of merged into the Alyssa stuff. So really we're looking at like nine episodes maximum of what material I think that they have because the Jerry Hogarth stuff, we didn't need it. That could have been at most one episode. And then we have three, four full blown episodes worth of material that we didn't need. The Oscar stuff. I don't think it was necessary I really think that they should be going towards the Luke Cage stuff, but you can't bring him in if you want a Luke Cage show, I guess. So disappointing in some regards In other regards, fine. Uh, this was something that if you ask me, should I see it or should I skip it? Well, if you've been watching the Netflix shows, you know what you're getting by now. So see it because it's going to tie in somewhere in the mix here. And if you were not a big fan of them, skip them. Watch the ones that you like. You might be missing something, but you're going to save yourself 13 hours. And I really don't feel like I loved this or that I hated it. It was just sort of okay. And 
that's not good enough, kind of, I guess. So would I give it a hit or a miss? Um, no, <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, there are very, uh, a high amount of hits throughout of like little tiny things, but not enough of an overall thing for me to go. This is worth 13 hours of putting my time and recommending it to you as if like, you got to watch it. It's so great. No, I think that you can pretty much have, if somebody would were to ever do like the trimmed down version, that would be great. And that would be amazing, but we don't get them. And that's a shame. So those are my, uh, my review point kind of thoughts. I am totally up for discussing this a little bit more though. If anybody has any questions or what my thoughts were, drop them in the comment section below. As I mentioned before, check out the ongoing running episode commentary thoughts. That is something that you might find a little bit more um, insightful than anything that I didn't necessarily bring up on here. But that's it. That's all I got for right now. I don't want to drag on this too long. It's already 20 minutes and you guys have stuff to do. And I just went on a whole big rampage about rampage rant about how things don't need to drag out. So that'll do me in for this. Thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and ring the bell for notifications. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter for those different accounts on Fanboys. If you are interested in the wrestling side of things, all that's all over on Smart Out Moment. And I don't know when I'm going to be seeing you next. I, I was going to post something about Ready Player One when I go see the movie, but I might have to see that a couple days after it comes out. I don't know for sure. And, uh... If that's the case, then you'll see whatever, when, whatever, you know, but thank you for the continued support, everybody. Thank you for checking this out. I'm going to geek out now. Adios.